Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Lawless Podcast and today we're joined by Tom Hiya. and in this week's episode we're going to be discussing a vast array of things and yeah let's get into it. So Tom just tell us a little bit about yourself please. Well yeah I'm, I'm, I'm from, part of the world I'm from is I'm, I'm from Somerset, I'm from the southwest of England, I mean I've grown up there, I grew up there, went off to boarding school um, and now I'm here, I mean I quite like riding, I ride, in, ride a lot of my spare time, you know I'm, I'm a country lad really, I mean I've always lived in the countryside. I quite like the city. I come up to London a bit, but I'm a country lad at heart. Exactly. So what was it like growing up in the countryside for you then? Oh, I mean, it was good and bad. <laughs> There's always good and bad in the places you're at. Exactly. Um, the good parts were, it's peaceful. You didn't have to worry about like cars and shit. Like, going oh, yeah. <laughs> no you, could, you could get some rest. Yeah. But I mean, and I'm also like animals and stuff, because I'm, I'm a big animal. I love animals. Like where I live, we've got like, we've got like, 250 sheep around, around running around. about a bit of yeah, sheep, yeah, yeah, few yeah. sheep we've got yeah. horses we've got dogs and it's it's quite nice like animals and that's but uh, the, the the negatives are there are not many young people in the countryside I'd imagine yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, not it's many kind of like it's kind of like old people who've retired and just come down yeah. I mean there are probably like three people in the area that yeah imagine <laughs> if you didn't get on with them as well you'd <laughs> exactly. be like what do I do <laughs> now like, yeah that would yeah, it wouldn't be very good I mean luckily yeah. I do get on with a couple of them I mean I ride with them quite a bit now so I mean that's what it's like. It's, it's they're good and bad, but overall it's quite nice. I don't. Have you seen this country? Of course I have. Kerry and Curtin. Kerry and Curtin. <laughs> does it, does it any, any any resemblance to that in reality? Or? Oh, um, not really. Not really in my my kind of village because I mean my village, they're not really those kind of like, no. young young people. It's <laughs> yeah, mainly, yeah. as I said, like OAP is sort of yeah, yeah. Around the place. About. But I mean it is funny, and I mean <laughs> I, lo- I I love watching it. I, I've watched I watched it all with my parents actually. They they, nice. they said Tom, you've got to watch this. Go you sit got, down, sit it, down and watch it. it. Yeah, so it. my parents. I love it so much. Honestly, man, it's good. So yeah, like how did you actually get into into riding? Where did that start? Oh, so my my stepmom, she rode. Um, like my dad's side of the family, my my granny, my my granddad, and my uh, my great aunt, all that they all rode. Yeah. And so it was kind of like a family thing, really. And um, and so I was I was how old must I have been? I'm like three. I had my, wow. my I had my first little pony. She was called Pixie. Pixie the pony. Yeah, Pixie the pony. Oh. So I had her for a couple of years, and um, then I went on to another another little pony. Oh. He's called Beetle. Beetle. <laughs> yeah, Beetle. He was so he's so know. sweet. We'll get I, you to send me some photos of them so oh gosh, show yeah, the audience. Yeah, yeah, I, love I will, them. I will, I will. <laughs> no, yeah, and then, and then um, we, we, we were supposed to keep him as kind of like a life pet. And then, nice. and then I came back home, like, oh, by the way, we sold Beatles. I was like, what? No, you sold him? No, exactly. My exactly, child. Exactly. And then after that, I moved on to one called, um, what was he called? Oh, he was called, I think it was called Ray. And um, he he had this thing called Sweet Itch, which was basically like eczema. Oh it's like eczema. Yeah. And so, like, he didn't. He he would he, he would scratch really. He would yeah. scratch, yeah. and he, it would really annoy him. And so, oh. yeah, we couldn't really hold on to him for that long. So we oh gave my. him someone who could deal he with could him look a bit after better. Him better. Yeah. And then after that, I had one called Todd. He was a really nice, like skewbald, which is like a, a a sort of brown and white coloring. Was, he was so he was so sweet, and yeah, he was probably the best best little pony I had. I had him when I was like like ten, twelve. Oh. And then after that, um, we my 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 stepmom and I we went to Ireland. It was kind of like a little holiday, yeah, yeah. and uh, as part of it, we were we went with someone who, one of one of my mum's fr- stepmum's friends actually, and uh, she she you know she like runs a yard and stuff, and oh, so nice. she knows like contacts in Ireland. And I went around, and tried a few, came back with um with one called Tosca, uh, Tosca. when I was like twelve. He's nice. he's a really he's a really sweet pony. 
He's a Connemara. He's, he's yeah, he was really nice, and he's probably the, he's the one that my my stepmom rides now. And oh, my, even si- now. my sister, my sister, because oh. I've got a younger sister, she's gonna move off after him. Yeah. And like, and what I, what I did on him was like, oof, what did I do on him? I, I did some like show jump, a little bit show jumping, a oh, little wow. bit of venting, nice, like nice. the British venting kind of stuff, and Pony Club camps and all that, which uh, I haven't haven't really done that since I was like thirteen. Yeah. Because I, I was, I haven't didn't really have the time chucked right. up to boarding school and all that. Exactly. So like when, obviously when you're young you get started with a smaller pony and then as you get bigger the, yeah. the horses get bigger as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. That, that's generally how it works. Like how how it works with like with ponies like when you how you like measure them you do it in hands okay. and inches. And so like my my I think it's anything over like I don't know if I'm completely right with it. I think it's everything anything over like fourteen two is a horse. Yeah, and below that is class. It's a, a pony. pony. Yeah, nice. I think I'm right. <laughs> if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, don't shoot me, people. Yeah. <laughs> horse, horse girls don't yeah, come exactly, out and please, exactly. okay? Please don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, um, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so it's, it's that's kind of like how they're how they're based on hunts. And obviously, when you're smaller, you're on a smaller, you're on a smaller one. You get up. And I, I ride exactly. with quite a, at home actually. Like I ride some like 16, 17 hand horses. Wow. I've, I've got I've got a good friend actually. Um, known since, I've known her since I was like four. She does. She's actually quite. She's very good at riding. She like she she went to like Royal International at Liverpool oh, wow. as a wild card oh. and came fifth. Wow. So she's, she's 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 very good. Very she knows good what she's what she doing, yeah. and so I ride some of her. Like she's on horses now, so like some of her seventeen hand horses, which, wow. are, which are quite big, and they're, yeah, they're yeah. very nice to ride. I mean, when you're walking, they're nice to ride until until it's a it's it's a gale, like a, and yeah. and you're and you're above the hedge line. Yeah, you're just <laughs> up in the air. Like, yeah, what am I and doing? You get, you just get the wind in your face the whole time. Honestly, man. But yeah, so like, how would you choose like a horse? Like, how do you know this is the one sort of thing? Oh, well, I haven't really done that since I was like twelve, but. Let me try to think back. You got to think first. You got to look at it. Yeah. Look at like the condition of it. Like how, 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 well they how, how yeah. That, right? If it's got any like issues, yeah. if it's got like obvious, obvious like, issues with it. Yeah. And then uh, and yeah, it's sort of the muscle, the muscle sort of condition of it. But you can improve that obviously by working, by working on them, by riding them and doing all that. Um, and then the next thing would be like their temperament. Yeah. You need to go up to it and be like, is this horse going to kill me? Yeah, it's going to fuck me off. <laughs> do me in. Of course, they're an animal. They've got. Yeah, they're, they're very yeah. clever. They're, they're, I'd say they're probably one of the most they're one of the most clever animals and one I'd, I'd say they're very noble yeah like they've got their own personalities and everything so you've got to obviously you can't really work out his, his personality so right. <laughs> you can't talk you can, to it can't but yeah, exactly but you can get on it and yeah. sort of feel it and sort of feel if it, you can kind of feel if it's going, tell, if it's going to try and kill you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when I, I can remember like, well yeah as I said last time I really tried it, tried it was like when I was 12 yeah and so I can remember getting on this getting on this mare which was a female horse when, in Ireland yeah and it, it, I got on it and it felt like it was gonna kill me. Yeah, and I'm it, in trouble and with her. The, this Irish guy was just like, "All right, go go jump some stuff." I was like, "Okay," yeah. and I was sort of hanging on for yeah. dear life as this thing. And I, had, I just had control, Bloody but yeah. it was hard, yeah. you know. And but with the, with the one I had, um, I got on it and sort of straight away sort of jumped just a stone, knew, just, just jumped a quite a, quite a decent sized stone wall, and I'm like. Yeah, this, is this good. one's good. And I went to a show on it the next day in Ireland. Wow. I, I mean, I fell off. I fell off in the warm up. But, but yeah, it's we'll, fine. It's we'll fine. about that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I think there's like a saying like, you're not a true rider unless you've fallen off like no. X number of times. I mean, everyone falls off. Exactly. Everyone falls off. It's all part of the experience. It's, it's just yeah. That, that, I mean, that's kind of how you how you how you pick one in you know, temperament and conditioning and. Like, if it's gonna kill you or not? Yeah, exactly. And there's that saying, isn't it, like getting back on the horse? Yeah. So oh, you get, always got to get back on the horse, exactly. like even exactly. with, like, literally exactly. when you fall off. Exactly. The horse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, if you, I suppose, 
it's just like people you, if you, you just sort of train them to think oh they can just chuck you off and then that's it yeah you've got to get back on it and be like nope. as you know like, I'm, in, I'm in i'm in charge you know and exactly. <laughs> you're not riding me i'm riding you all right <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Hopefully that sound white never comes back. But yeah, we'll, we'll move on from there. <laughs> oh right, so we've done our countryside, so we've done a bit of horse riding, and then bang, off to off to boarding school. What, how does that happen? What was the process of going from? Ooh. So you went to normal primary school, did you? Or I went to well, when uh, I'll, go, I'll go through my process. Okay, so I went to my local village school. Yeah, yeah. I was quite lucky. Like the local village schools, when I was there, they were quite small. They were they were Church of England kind of like nice little little, 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 little school, like yeah. quaint little primary school. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I was there until like year four. And then I went to a prep school. Okay. Um, um, when I was in sort of yeah, in year four, year five. Okay. I was sent. It was a, it was a school called um, King's Taunton. Okay. Um, so I, w- I went there until year eight, and then and then I took a few a few sort of entrance exams and like tests and things. And like because, like it's kind of like a family thing to like get sent off to, get sent off to this specific school. And so we got we got so I did 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 did, these, did all these tests at like ten and a half. Yeah. And. And it really, it really stressed me out. I didn't get on. Didn't get onto the A list for this school. So how, how does that work? A list then? What's that? No, what's it's that so basically this school. This school's eaten. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically how it works is like it's it's like three thousand people apply for like two hundred fifty places. Really? So it's was well, so it even like the people who can like go there? Oh, the, it's the, still the, competitive the, even within it, that. Like it's exactly yeah wow. because ev- everyone kind of wants to go there and there's like. Yeah. It's it's even more competitive now because it's 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 more international than ever. Like loads of there are loads of li- different like, well I mean there are loads of different like cultures and like it's it's quite a quite a melting melting pot of cultures. Yeah. It's more diverse than you'd think. Yeah, yeah. Really, um, and so 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 three thousand people apply for two hundred fifty places. Wow. You get sat when you're like ten, so it's stressful as hell. You you're get ten sat, years old. Sat get in set, there exactly. Like, you get sat down what? in front of this computer. Yeah. You got to do all these tests and things. And I remember on one of the tests, <laughs> I, I I was sitting down on it. And I forgot to press the next button, so I thought I'd done it. Right. I'd, I'd, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then I was just stressful, like, <laughs> and I was looking at the time. It was like there was thirty seconds. I was like, <laughs> God, no, stressing as a ten-year-old, yeah, yeah. as a ten-year-old. And then, and then after you've done that, you get sat in front of like I don't know, like a member of staff who's at the school, and you have an interview with them, like a proper yeah. sit-down interview. Yeah. I mean, they're wow. kind enough on it, but I, you're I mean, only ten years old. Exactly, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. and, and then you've got that process, and then they send you like an email. You're on the A list, which means you've got a place. B yeah. list means you're on the waiting list. Okay. So if someone drops off the A list, you're so next. Like reserve sort of thing. Which is what I was on. Yeah, I was yeah. on the B list. Yeah. Um, and obviously someone must have dropped off, and I ended up ended up going. Nice. <laughs> and then I th- it was a C list. I think that's just rejected. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's mad. How competitive that is, though. Even because there's this like, sort of like assumption that you know you you've got the money, you go. But obviously, it's not like that, as you just said. Like. Well. Well, th- there's the certain aspect of like, ob- obviously, like you've got. Actually, no, more than ever nowadays, I think it's like sixty percent of the people there are on some kind of like financial aid. Yeah, so it's not. So yeah. m- I think more than ever, that's less of a case. Yeah, but of yeah, course definitely. there is still that. Till some of there, there's on. still like that kind of thing. I mean, you can't really get away from it. Like big, like big public schools like that, you can't really get exactly. away. From there's that. always going to be some. some there's level. always going to be some some kind of culture. Yeah. You can't really get away from it. Of course. So obviously you on you went from the B list, then obviously A list, then you've you've gone to the school. So what was it like transitioning from this this, this small quaint primary school into a into a massive sort of boarding school? Ooh. Well, I mean, when because I'd gone to this this prep school in between. Yeah, the prep so, school. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, it was still quite small. Like there were, it wasn't it was probably like two hundred people in the entire yeah, school yeah, yeah. going to two hundred fifty in a year. Yeah. And like it was basically the school was the town. Yeah. The town. That was the, the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got got Windsor next to it, and then you've got 
the town of Eton. A bit which like is Durham in a way, to be fair. Yeah. Like most people there are students or people who work there. And yeah. And I, sp- I suppose the transition, <sighs> it wasn't too bad because I'd been boarding a bit yeah. at this school, at this prep school. And so I'd been I'd been weekly boarding. So oh, nice. boarding in the week and going home over the weekend. So getting a bit used to Yeah, getting of used to it and getting, sort of getting used to the transition. And I, so I went there and boarded the whole time. And the thing is, what made it so good was the people the people there yeah they're actually because there's this stereotype of you know like just if have a look like yeah all that sort of yeah like, like, sort of look down at people and yeah. try and show things off of course they were like one of in every in every so it, the way it works like their houses of they're 25 houses 10 people in each house so in every year group in each house there'd be like one person like that yeah most people were actually really nice and really opening really, really, really nice people. exactly and that's yeah. what really made it so much easier to get nice. into it that's so good and of course, of course, you can't. <laughs> it's always going to have that stereotype yeah, around. It's always it. the P there, yeah. <laughs> there are those people there, and you can't yeah. change that. But no. the majority of people there aren't actually like that. No, but it's them small minorities within a group that get like everyone's like this guy. But and then, of course, you no. see people in power from them from there who are just like caricatures. Like you got Boris Johnson, like Boris, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, is he real? Like <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like you never know what he's going to say next. No, no, exactly. And, yeah, so so you, that of course that doesn't help. And then people associate like actions of these sort of big figures mm. who've gone to gone to Eton mm. and go, well, he's acting like that, so everyone there must be the same, right? You exactly, know? exactly. And I mean, what was it when when I first came here, the friend group I'm in, I didn't tell them for like the first two weeks, and they found out. Yeah. And they came up to me like, Tom. <laughs> I didn't realize they were actually nice people that went there. <laughs> yeah. What you're actually nice, and you went to Eton. What? <laughs> yeah. And then there was another guy. I was I was wearing this um this port zip with the with the logo on my yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy came up to me like, oh, I went to your school. And then the people all around were like, Huh? You went to that school too? And you're actually nice. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> so, that's really weird. So like, yeah, yeah. I think as long as you don't like blow in people's faces, because obviously like, oh, yeah. when, I, when I first met you, I didn't I didn't really want to say it because like obviously there are the connotations of it. And oh, exactly. It's the thing like. Just with sort of words, everyone believes, like, no matter what you say, it's just the connotations of them words. Yeah. Because if you say Eton to someone who's been to Eton, who have met everyone from them, thinks they're really solid blokes, yeah. then they're not going to have this sort of assumption. Yeah, but exactly. to an outsider or someone who's just seen Boris acting like a clown on like Prime Minister's questions. I mean, it's understandable. And then going, that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> it's they're com- going to associate you know, that sort of stuff with it. It's completely understandable. And the thing is, though, I don't want to... Because I went there and I enjoyed my experience there, so I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm ashamed of going there. No, of course not, no. Um, but there... There are some people who like come here and like oh I, I just slag it off I, a bit. I, I, I went there and I'm so ashamed to have gone there. What? Yeah. And, and and I mean and then you look on those and like the, their entire personality is like, the is yeah. them in the in the school uniform. Yeah. The uniform. Have, have you seen? I've not seen the uniform. So again, Jordan will put a picture of the uniform oh. so we can have a look at that. <laughs> it's like peng- they call it penguin suits. Oh, was it's it like, one of them with lots yeah. of like, the tails and yeah. that? Tails, exactly. You've got like and you have to wear that every day. Yeah. You've got striped. So wow. in the first four years, you wear like striped trousers. You wear like a, um, it's a it's a shirt and with a with a what they call it like a, it's like a little bit of cotton that you flip up over, okay, it's, and then a waistcoat, and and a um like a tail tail yeah, yeah. The top. tails yeah and that's the fir- first four years fifth wow. year you've got this thing called stick ups okay basically like if you're in like a position most people are like you've yeah. got like house captain house captain of the game some like sort of like keeper of a society yeah. like secretary of a society yeah exactly some kind of role yeah. you end up with a white bow tie and um winged collar okay so every morning. You got to get that up, put the put the uh, the back stud in, front stud in. Do that yeah, up, yeah. do up your bow tie. I can do a bow tie in the sleep. Now. Yeah, you're just easily doing it, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And oh, it's just wow. quite helpful around here when you go around all these balls and things. Exactly. So you can actually tie a good bow tie. I can't, I'd, I'd have no clue where to start, mate. So <laughs> it helps you stand out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. That's so cool. So what was sort of like the day-to-day sort of routine of oh, attending dear. school? Yeah. Oh, at school? Yeah. So, right, average day, you would... Well, in my last year, I mean, in my last year, there was like, you know, you'd usually have like chapel in the morning. Yeah. You'd have to like go to or an assembly of some kind, but like yeah. because of COVID, that didn't really happen. So you'd like have chapel at like eight twenty. If you and most people in the last year, you don't have to go to breakfast. And like the first years, you you kind of you're kind of forced it's into like it. You're like, ticked off when you go there. Yeah. So for like the first four years, you go to breakfast at like eight, then chapel yeah. at eight thirty. Last year, you you get up at eight fifty, have your lesson at nine, and uh, it depends. You in the like sixth form, like you'd have like maximum of like three four lessons a day minimum of like one lesson a day yeah. so it was quite chilled out and so lessons would uh, would run from like nine till eleven twenty, and you'd have like a 10 minute gap between lessons because nice. as i say it's like a town it's so like you have to like, as, like around here you have to it's a, it's more it's more spaced out than there yeah but it's kind of a similar kind of vibe like that yeah um and and so you'd have lessons from nine to eleven twenty, and then you'd have these things called chambers which is basically like morning snack and it's like yeah. you'd just Chill out, yeah, bit. chill out and yeah. socialize with everyone in, in your house. Nice. And then eleven forty-five lessons again, one like one fifteen lunch, and then it depends on what time of year it is. Yeah. So um, in the winter, you'd have um, you'd have sport in sort of in that sort of two till four slot. Yeah. In the summer, you'd have lessons then. Okay. Um, and then and then after that, after so after after your sport in the winter, you'd have lessons until like six, and then you'd have this thing called we we called homework EW extra work. Like there's a, there's a whole nother language I can get into that if you want. There's a whole nother language no, that's sort of like words around the stuff. place exactly, um, and so, yeah, yeah. So you'd have you'd have that, and then you'd um then you you do your work in the evening at like what ten eleven, and then if you wanted to you'd go to society society's like you'd have like dinner at like seven thirty, and then society's eight forty five until like eleven or something. They they got like yeah. they had one really good thing about schools they could get big speakers in. They get because the name of the school. They could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. They had um, they had Eddie um, Eddie Jones in. Wow. Uh, at one time, and um, th- that was that was actually a really good, really good tour. And England rugby kind of shows. Exactly. That was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was that was insane. Um, one, one to attend, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, daily schedule. It, it, it was. I mean, it kind of has to be because I mean, you've got a whole load of teenage boys, and if you don't control them and have something for them every hour of the day it's going to be a complete They're shit show mental, it? it's going to be a complete shit show yeah. and I mean towards towards the end we have this thing called tap which is basically like the school bar it was pretty much to just stop us from having a piss up yeah. well I mean it didn't really stop us but no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like go to this bar piss up in there instead yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly exactly I mean, you're not going to do that if you've no. still got the other option as well exactly so did, I've, I've seen I saw this thing it's like called wall ball wall ball oh yeah what's that game. about wall game what's that Oh, okay. Not many. If you go to, not many people actually play the wall game. Okay. Basically, there are, as I said, there are houses. Yeah. They're the scholars. The scholars' house is called College, and it's the oldest house. Like, it was like, it's it was founded in like 1440. So it's the original one. Yeah, it's the original. Yeah. It's the original. Like, about the original. castle. Of exactly. Eastern. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're so that it's them against the Offerton houses, which are the other houses. Yeah. And um, it's I don't know how many are on a team. I've, I've never played it. I've just watched it. It's just like boring. Yeah. Like they haven't scored a goal since like the ni- 1990s. <laughs> really? Yeah. So it's played against this wall on this on this pitch called um, College Field, and um, they just shove shove up and down the wall. So what's the sort of what's, how do you score a point then? What is the how do you do that? I, I no one knows the rules. I mean, I, when you, there's I think there's a 
there's a door at one end and a tree at the other end and you kick it against that to score a goal and I think you can score points other way no one knows the rules that's so weird I mean there's what? there's another <laughs> game that everyone plays called field game What's which that? is basically well basically back in the day <laughs> so to speak yeah. um, before football was a thing yeah um, all the big like they all had their own like type of like rugby had rugby like Eden had has, has this one yeah and so it's basically a mixture of football and rugby there there are scrums yeah but one side stands up right so basically you win your they're, easy called, they're called bullies they're called bullies yeah. and it's like football they're all really weird offside rules like oh, wow. <laughs> like there's a thing called sneaking thing called cornering thing called like it's all these different specific like working and yeah. they, 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 i i, I kind of got most of them because yeah. it, it's so, no one actually knows all the rules there's just too many there's too many, many. It, yeah. it's basically like a mixture between cross country because okay so you've got the bully you've got bully players and then you've got your backs yeah backs kick the ball back and forwards and the bully players run in between them yeah and yeah that that's like the main premise of the game pretty much nice. it's, it's 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 like a more messy version of football rugby cross country like those all sort of rolled yeah. into one really wow so, so weird are these what other sort of like traditions are there that are quite weird are you traditions are weird I mean, there aren't really that many interesting weird traditions. Ones, yeah. I mean, th there's the language of the place, as I said earlier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've yeah. got like lessons called divs, divs. Like divisions. Yeah. Your, your teachers called beaks. Beaks. Um, like, you've got, of course, you've got chambers, like the, the snack in the day. You've got, what else do you have? You've got, um, there are so many, you've got, they're like the, um, you've got the thing called the bill, which is like if you've done something bad, you go see the lower master. He's basically, like the depth head. He's, he's basically the depth of your head yeah. and um, they like do something there's a thing called tidy books like if you're late to a lesson you don't do like your homework or something you get tidy book and like and yeah th I mean there's the la I mean tradition yeah there, there's the language of the place which yeah. is like completely different and it's very hard to explain when like when there's so many words yeah yeah it's hard to explain like I, I know what stuff means when I hear it yeah, it's just to describe it to describe it is quite difficult yeah, I'd imagine. So yeah, like, I don't know. What did you play any sport whilst you were there? Or I did. Yeah, I mean, for the first few years, I was sort of doing rugby, hockey. Well, I didn't really do any football in the early years, um, and then I went on to do rowing quite a lot. I was um, in. I get like the language of the place is like. The years had like a weird, a weird meaning. So I'll explain to you. When you're there in year nine, it's F block, and then it goes all the way up to B block. So you call it a block? Yeah, they, it's blocks, like F block, yeah. um, E block, D block, and then um, then it goes C block, B block. I don't know, the A block, I think, is returners. You, I don't know why it's... it's what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so when I was in, um, what was it, um, E block, so like year 10, I I picked up rowing a bit, and yeah. so went, went with that a bit. Um, I wasn't like top tier, but no. I enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly. I enjoyed it, and I, I, I continued it until, well, until sort of lockdown, and then it kind of Obviously. gave up and over lockdown yeah. um and so so yeah I, I did that i went to what was it we did all things it was, it was so much fun we um managed to go, we went on trips to places like we went up to um we went to spain oh wow it was intense like our head coach was yeah. the um what was he he was the olympic coach um really for, for australia at rio wow i think he was one of wow. their three head coaches so that's pretty serious yeah, yeah, they, they take it, it serious the top yeah. people literally they're they're all like they're all your height <laughs> <laughs> and built and yeah. they've all got full scholarships to America now, wow. like to Yale, Harvard, and rowing, all that. Rowing, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Wow. And then, so um, so when we're in Spain, we we row like sixty kilometers a day. Yeah, it kills what? you. Sixty k. Yeah, it kills you. 
Yeah. It was, it was so intense. Yeah. It was so intense. But I loved it though. And I mean, we went on a trip to, to Edinburgh. It was pretty much, we had like three training sessions a day. We'd, we'd do three like, a day? Yeah. yeah. So we'd get up. Wow. We'd walk to this place, which is, um, we'd walk, we, we, we were staying in these kind of like apartment kind of complex, like three to each apartment. And we'd walk to the, the uni like rowing gym in, yeah. up in Edinburgh which was like a 40 minute walk. So that was basically your, well, yeah. it wasn't really That's your warm up. It wasn't really yeah. warm. It's a warm up to the warm up. And the pre warm up. And then yeah. we do like three by 30 minute ergs and, or like a 2K test or a 5K test. And wow. then we do stuff like, which is quite, uh, that one wasn't the most enjoyable bit because you're static and on an yeah. ergo, you know, it's, it's not the most fun thing. And then we do stuff like, there's a place up in Edinburgh called Arthur's Seat, which oh, is like yeah. quite a big, like touristy kind of place. Yeah, and yeah. the students got there and take pictures. Um, and so we had this thing. We we were split into groups of four. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like a race to the top. The top. And the, the thing seat. is, you could only and you could only stay with your slowest person. So you, so it was like a team building kind yeah. of thing. And I found that quite fun. And then we went That's on like cool. a twenty-five mile, or like a, a marathon, basically a marathon hike, which was it, it was. In, That's it, after doing all this other yeah, stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, it was it, it was Mile. fucking tired. You, 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 thing is, when you're doing it you kind of not just doing it for yourself you don't because you're in crews of like you you've got your other men in the crew you've got, you? you're doing it for them because if you give yeah. up you fuck them up as well yeah and um well, well like the races that we went to like we had like head of head of the trent we went up to nottingham and did that nice. we went to like schools head up down in london we had the nsr national schools um I, I mean like as i said i was i was never never a top tier never a top tier athlete i was i was in the like the the colts b so like what was it gcse like that 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 year sort of the the b, b crew oh, for nice, that nice. and that was so much fun like we we broke the record by like six seconds we wow, had such a fun time sick. together we, we we that was that was like that was so much fun and then in the next next bit like i was third eight like verging on second eight. I, I don't think i would have ever gotten to second eight that year <laughs> and then i kind of just gave up and it filtered out and i didn't really want to do it because it takes up so much time <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah man so like being in that all male environment like sort of what was that like and what, do you think, what sort of effect do you think that's had on you oh that's a good question i mean i'd never really thought about that until now no i mean it's quite a i wouldn't say it was like because when you when you think about an all male environment you could think about like toxic masculinity and that kind yeah, of all thing that sort of stuff yeah. but i don't we never really had that that never really was a thing i mean there were some people who obviously like through the way about through the way about it, yeah. it was i don't know you never really thought i never really thought about it a bit i mean like it wasn't that bad no i mean it would have been nice you know to be maybe have gone to a mixed school yeah and but it, it wasn't that bad because at the end of the day you're with your mates having a laugh 24 7 exactly so it was, that's, that's sick <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly and so it didn't really matter that much when no. you went up when you were there you never really thought about it at all and it, it, i don't know like I suppose you go you get to a mixed school. I'm, I'm yeah, so I went to a, it was really weird. So I went to a grammar school. Yeah. So there was two schools, but the two schools came together mm. and it was a boy and girl school, but now it's a mixed school. Mm. And the lower site's on one site, which was the old boy's school. Mm. And the upper site's the girl school building. And at sixth form, they're mixed as well. And then I went to a sixth form, a different school, which was all boys mm. up to sixth form, but it was mixed at sixth form. So I went to schools that were both traditionally single sex, but when I was there, wasn't. Mm. And when I was in like year 10, we had sorry when I was in year nine, all of my core subjects were all boys, mm. and no, so everything was all boys. And then when I moved to year ten, your core subjects were all boys, single sex, and then your sort of optional ones were mixed. Okay. So it's kind of weird. But you had the girls in the school, but they weren't doing lessons with you. So that was it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a weird, a little, weird little mix. Weird, weird it's a weird concept. mix. I know. And I think the way they sort of sold it was like the best of both worlds because you mm. had the girls were at the school, 
So you obviously saw them like breaking mm. lunch, but in lessons it was just single sex. Mm. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, yeah. But it was, it was interesting, you know. I mean, the the way they did it with with at school was like obviously the, the whole the whole campus was like quite it was obviously male quite male dominated. Yeah, yeah. But you had like yeah. yeah there were quite a lot like the lower masters female like loads of English teachers. Yeah, so there were female they, figures they were, within they were, the school. Like yeah, probably not quite half the staff. Like the staff wasn't very representative. Like. Of a sort of no, female body, yeah. like there was some like the physics department didn't have a female member of staff, or whereas, oh, whereas yeah. like the English department was mainly female based. Yeah, and, like, yeah. So I mean, it's probably though. like sixty forty, yeah. like that sort of makes sixty percent men, forty percent. So you had sort of female figures around, and what they they did a really this like really tragic thing in like the lower years when you'd have like socials with all girls schools. Oh, <laughs> it's the most tragic thing. And everyone's been in the corner, all the boys one side, all the girls the other, just standing there. Like, as you oh, can imagine, mate. like awkward, like. Yeah. what's that over there is that like a girl 13, like, 14 year olds you know yeah. like, yeah, a bit of puberty six, going on year like, six yeah. disco vibes yeah. and that was tragic I think I went to one and was like no. like <laughs> it's just tragic they're playing Bob the Builder again I don't want to yeah, be exactly, I'm going home exactly, I'm going home exactly that kind of vibe yeah. that, that, that was just so so tragic you know yeah, honestly, you, yeah. but yeah no, I'm, uh, my school for sixth form had a similar sort of thing because there was a girls school equivalent mm. of the school so for, for them it was like you know the sort of disco thing mm. and it's sort of like trying to like force that look they exist talk to them <laughs> and i was like uh, what do i do yeah go exactly exactly i mean like the thing is though like, you do the most socializing i found like outside of school. yeah like clubs and stuff yeah just exactly, going out, exactly. i mean like because i've got lots of mates in london so i'd go up to london a lot so i had kind of the best of both worlds city life city, well not really much of city life but i mean I'd when you around. wanted it it's there exactly when thing. i wanted it, it's there yeah. and then i had the country like for peaceful i'd go back to it and yeah. i don't know like I think I kind of want to live in the city when I'm older as a result of like going up there and seeing it all. I mean, exactly. London's an amazing place. Amazing, exactly. It's a big place, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. Like, the, what is it? Like, yeah, my mates my mates live all very centrally, so oh, it's, nice, it's nice. ideal whenever I go there. So you can see them all at sort of once. Right? Exactly, yeah, exactly, cool. and like sort of hop around the houses and exactly, so one yeah, night here, one yeah. night there, one night there, and they're they're all pretty much half an hour away from each other. It's perfect. It's ideal, mate. Um, yeah, nice one. So I don't know if we just go on from from sort of so we we finished Eton. Obviously, we're applying for Durham. Yeah. Lockdown. Explain what was lockdown like for you? Lockdown. Ooh, lockdown was cooped up. I had so basically, I had to self-isolate twice because wow. I um, at, at school, um, of, like I, I'm sure your school had a similar thing. Where, like you had like your close contacts thing. If you're close contact, yeah, you yeah, have to self-isolate. Yeah. Like, it pinged you, didn't it? That sort of thing. It pinged me. Got sent home. Didn't didn't have COVID. And the guy who got pinged didn't have COVID. Well, you still had to do yeah, the two weeks, do that. even though you've clearly got evidence that the guy who's pinged you didn't have it. What? I know, it, yeah. was a, it was a weird one, but I just yeah. had to do that. And then I actually got COVID. Oh, <laughs> so it was quite—it's quite funny. Like, yeah. Everyone had—I um, was—I was—I was sort of in my room. I—I I went to um, basically th- th- there was in each house there was a matron. We'd call her the dame. That's another bit of like eating. Like <laughs> eating there well. Yeah, <laughs> eating lingo. Um, so so went up, we went over to her, and it's like, I've got this like little cough. <laughs> oh no! And she was like, "It probably isn't because like the COVID symptoms like coughing twenty minutes out yeah, of an hour." Yeah. And I, I was barely coughing, but I was like, yeah. I "May as well self isolate anyway." Yeah. <laughs> Got a test. Oh. Came back. <laughs> came back a couple of days later. <laughs> the housemaster came up to me and was like, "Tom, <laughs> <laughs> Tom, mate, yeah, <laughs> Got COVID." And the, and the dame's like, "Oh." Uh. Uh, <laughs> and then right. so my dad had to come up and shove me in the shove me in the back of the car all windows down it was like oh, mid-december so just freezing the way i've done the motorway right. yeah, yeah. exactly it was uh, and then so i got oh. home got home chucked up in my room obviously like yeah locked the door sort of exactly thing, like yeah. chucked in my room meals brought up on paper paper plates yeah i did that so. a little, little tight on the tray yeah, sort of thing, like, yeah. prison vibes and then chuck everything in the bin yeah. and um so yeah so that was sort of one part of it and the other part i mean 
I mean, in the in the countryside, it was kind of lonely. Can't I? Yeah, I can imagine. Can't yeah, I? Yeah. I, I? All I did was, like, I sort of wake wake up in the morning, flip the laptop up, flip the laptop up, put my camera off, fall back asleep. I yeah. think that's everyone's. That everyone's was the routine, mate. Yeah, that was everyone's experience. It's such a weird experience. Yeah, like just barely leaving your room the whole time, sort of yeah. not being able to. Like, well, I mean, I could go outside because I'm, I'm I was quite lucky because I lived right, in the, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And um, like most people, just staying out inside the whole time. It's, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't like staying inside, and so I would just I would try and ride as much as I could. Why um, not, mate? It gets exactly. you out, doesn't it? So, you know, it gets out. It. Well, I mean, it's quite. It's obviously a stressful time for me. It's it's so good for like stress relief and everything. You need right something it. to do, some sort of release. Yeah, like. it's, it's so much fun. Like my, my one of my neighbours, my one of my mates, she has like um a couple of ex race horses. So, so much fun. Exactly, mate. She, speed of them. Yeah, right. going around yeah. her farm, galloping it. Oh, speed. Bang. It's so much fun. I mean, yeah, my lockdown for me was pretty much just riding and, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, obviously it was quite diff it was difficult for everyone in, in different ways, but like, we all got through it. Exactly, mate. And so I, character building, if anything. Character building, <laughs> bang, yeah. Because I, I remember where I was last year, because I got sort of a memory come through on my, mm. my sort of Snapchat, and uh, I actually went to Brighton, uh, me and my mates who were like, let's go Brighton. So I just got in my car mm. and just went down there, and it was so weird, because like, we weren't even allowed to, I wasn't even allowed to see my friends. That's yeah. mental, isn't it? No, like, it's so weird. I was in Brighton and like, it's a massive, obviously a massive city and there's, nothing's no, open. Ghost town. Ghost town, mate. Like, there's a few people on the promenade, but that was it. It's like, what? I remember, what was it? Going into, going into London, um, like, you know, in the period between the lockdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going into yeah. there. And that was, that was so much fun. Going around like Hyde Park and places like that. We're just having a having a piss up outside, nice. and it was just the, the police police vehicles patrolling. Yeah, because they were so like anal about everything, weren't they? Just driving about, like. Yeah, but they were quite chill. I mean, they came yeah. up to us, had a conversation, and were like, "Oh, counting you, like if there were more than like was it fifteen or something in groups?" Like like then something. it was six, wasn't it? Then yeah, no, whatever, yeah. It's always changed. Yeah, kick that. Oh, oh mate, turn again now. <laughs> Wait, Jimmy, exactly. do you want to join us? Like, come on, mate. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Six again. Fuck off, like. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, that was that was quite a fun, quite a fun period of time. Nice. Uh, man. That was that was quite a fun one. Um, yeah, I mean, lock, I mean, lockdown was hard for everyone. It's, fingers crossed they don't put us another one. Have you seen that? Like, have yeah, you seen yeah, that? Yeah. Because they're yeah, spiking mate. again. Yeah, mate. Just, let's just hope not, because that'll be really annoying. To be fair, I don't that. think they could. I don't no. think anyone really wants it. No, bit of a, a revolution. What? <laughs> so yeah, like obviously moving on from that a little bit. So let's talk, let's talk about a little bit about, like relationships. For mm. you. Maybe that be like on a friendship level or sort of like sort of more intimate level. What would you say makes like, sort of like a good a good relationship? And well, it's good like. A good yeah. like boy, boy well, like boy partner, girl, partner, boy boy, whatever they partner 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 partner. Ooh, well I don't know. I mean, first of all, obviously you gotta have physical attraction. You're it's not gonna go with someone there. if you don't. I mean, like there. people always say, personality or looks. It's not a dichotomy. It's a false dichotomy, isn't it? It's not like that. You don't go up to someone you're not attracted to. Yeah. So obviously it's. It has to initially to exist. Looks yeah. at first are more important, and then personality is what keeps you there. Yeah. So they've yeah. got to have something about them. You gotta have something. You've got to have at least three or four things like you're both interested in. Yeah. Some sort of mutual common ground. Yeah, otherwise yeah. You look at them like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> what am I going to talk to you about then? Like, exactly. No exactly. Common so you've ground, got to have that. You know? Yeah. And then, I mean, not psychotic. Yeah. I mean, I've, that's I've, a good little good little thing, isn't it? <laughs> I have a. It seems to be a weird thing of attracting psychotic. Oh, girls. mate, what's <laughs> going on? I know. Oh. I know. I know. I know. And so yeah, yeah. That, 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 those are like the core things, and of course, I mean. Someone you can like just tell anything to. Yeah, someone like they're not going to judge you either as well. I mean, what relationship is? It's your friend, first of all. Yeah. It's your friend, and like, you need someone who you would be friends. And with you can anyway. trust as well. Yeah, right? you, you need yeah, someone. Definitely. Someone you're a friend with them, 
and then obviously there's like the physical side of it too but before that you've got to have a friendship you've got exactly. you've got to have like some kind that's of sort of the foundations of the f- where it's built isn't mm, it you know? exactly exactly yeah because yeah. i was like getting to know each other and then from there it can sort of like progress progress upwards if if that's necessary or appropriate mm, you know because mm, if mm. you know you can look at them you're like i really like you as a friend then that's sort of fine just now obviously with, you know let's just think about this we're going from not knowing someone to a relationship the sort of process that would kind of happen so sort of like you meet them you know of them some sort of initial spark mm. interest sort mm. of thing mm. and then as we previously discussed maybe there's a, lot, a bit of physical attraction there sometimes it can literally just be i really like your personality but that's sort of a minority of occasions yeah because like the traditional places you're going to meet someone is an environment where conversation's quite limited sort yeah, of like, like a, club. a club exactly you can't go oh i bet that person has a wonderful personality when the music's so loud you can barely hear yourself think exactly like it's, it's not possible hence why it looks exactly that's the that's thing that goes okay anyway. you know bang or maybe they're wearing something it's like oh they're wearing sort of like this football team or this thing that mm. i'm interested in mm, maybe that's mm, a sort mm, of initial mm, thing mm, mm, mm. and then you know you go over there and be like bang give it a chat sort of thing yeah it's so weird as well because like if you're not in the mood to do it sort of like chat with people you're just not going to do well or like if, if you sort of your energy is not right it's mm. just they can energy so sort of you can tell first time you meet someone mate five seconds you know you know is this good is energy good or bad and you know you don't even have to say anything mate you can just be mm. there your presence there's exactly. the energy you just yeah. know you know you know what? I, for me personally i'm terrified of initiating things really yeah i'm really i'm really crap at it I, I, it's, it's, hard, something, it's, hard. Something, it's something that i don't know I, d- I don't think i'm ever gonna be able to get there to be honest it's just not who i am i mean i mean if i'm a i don't know if i'm a, I, I can't really be like oh there's a girl over there that i like that she's good looking i can't i can't go up to her and be like because i'm so scared of being like Objected like, or, yeah, well, yeah. it's not just that it's just like what can happen well, yeah you know? exactly you, yeah. you go over there and she she, she i don't know she like looks at them down like just in disgust and it's like no like, I, 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 i'm just so terrified of that and so for me personally i, I love a confident girl who's who's willing to like come, come up, up to you, you. Like, I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe if you're outside having a chat and smoking, there, it's like ask you for the lighter or something, and then you classic start line. Conf- classic exactly, line. exactly. That there happens it is. so often. It yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it. It's, it's, it. Yeah, it's the classic like go-to for yeah. seems well, well for anyone doesn't matter <laughs> in the smoking area, mate. That's it. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's just something that's so di- like I, I I can't force myself to be like I'll go up to you and like oh do you want a drink or something or like I, it's something that's so it's just I don't know I just find it quite scary. Yeah. It's, it's something that's. It's just not really who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a sort of, I don't know, sit back and <laughs> if, yeah. if, if people come up to me, they come up to me and I re- completely respect them for that. Yeah. It, it takes, because obviously it, like, it takes a lot of balls to come up to someone. Yeah. And I, obviously like, my balls on that, in that department are, aren't exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aren't, they, aren't, the, aren't the fucking, they're not, not the, not the huge. Not space officer. Exactly, exactly, like, like. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, taken out of context that'd be quite a <laughs> another little line there <laughs> good stuff yeah I mean it's a it's a, it's obviously it's a difficult thing when you for, for everyone and I, mean, oh, I know it's hard man especially like because no one's socialised properly for a few years because of lockdown oh God, yeah. and then to go from no interaction to expected to meet so many new people and then talk to people yeah. I think there's this thing that I've read it's like in sort of psychology called the mm. five second rule it's like if you see someone who you want to speak to mm. if you have any sort of doubt in your mind or you're like oh, should I should I five seconds no you're, you're not going to do it because mm. the anxiety and fear that comes mm. from our sort of like tribal brain because imagine if you're in a tribe of 20 people yeah you're dependent on that tribe for status mm. and, and for food and stuff basically because mm. if you get rejected from that tribe you're then sort of 
you're kicked out, exiled, and then you're on your own in the wilderness. Mm. So your mind's like, okay, I've got to be very careful what I say, who I talk to, because otherwise then I could get kicked out of this tribe. Because your mind's still a tribal brain. Yeah. You know? So that's why you get this sort of massive anxiety, along with a many other plethora of psychological and mm. philosophical reasons. But that's the sort of main thing. If you don't take the action within the five seconds, whether this be sort of like, oh, that's a person in my, in my sort of lecture who I, you know, a good friend could be, possible, mm. possible mate, or a possible girl you want to talk to. If you don't do it in the five seconds, then you're done. You're done. You can't think too much as well. Yeah. You just got to do it. You just got to do it, mate. Things, you know? I, I'd say I'm quite a people person. I'm yeah, like, definitely. Like man, going definitely. out and meeting new people. That's why I was like, when, when you when you first like said, oh, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Mate, it's do a it. way of meeting people. Exactly. It's, it's cool. Doing you know? stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you've got a lot of passion behind it. So I thought, yeah. Yeah, may as well do it. It'd be, it'd be fun. But like when it comes like romantically, I'm, I don't know. I'd, I don't, I don't know whether or not it's it's to do with like past relationships and things, maybe. Yeah. But like, I, I've sort of got to a point where like, I don't care too much about no. that, that that kind of thing, and I think Not that's probably the, that's yeah. probably like the best place to be, maybe. Because then you don't work yourself up, you don't get stressed up about things. You're you like, don't, she's responded. She's exactly, opened the message. Exactly. Yeah, like you don't, you yeah. don't get. I'm, 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 I'm the worst at responding. <laughs> Literally, I've, so like, even to my mates, like, I can often leave my, my mate on like delivered for like a week and then go back. Like, oh, oh god! And then it gets to the point where. It's just you, you get to it, and then you think, "Frida, I'll, I'll reply later." And then, then it gets to the point where it's embarrassing. When it's you embarrassingly <laughs> long to <laughs> respond. And yeah. then you just, you just, you just open it that. or leave it. You, you like. keep thinking that like, I, I should respond, but yeah. it's embarrassing if I respond now. And what then it gets to the point where the message is. I really need to stop doing that. Really, yeah. <laughs> it's not respond to your messages, Tom. Exactly, yeah. exactly. If we can get anything out of this, yep. Tom responds to, to your messages. messages. It would be an idea. That's the bottom line. <laughs> Bang. But yeah, man, you just touched on the uh, sort of impact of past relationships. Mm. Personally, myself, I think they have a massive, massive impact because also it shapes your perception of what a relationship oh, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Because let's say you had someone who was not the best to you, mm. you know, you could then, if you have never experienced anything else, you could think that's normal. And if mm. you ever speak to anyone about exactly. it, you know, what your your girlfriend doesn't do X, Y, Z, and then someone else goes, no, that's not normal, mate. Yeah. And you're like, what do you mean it's not normal? That's all I've known, and that's what I think exactly. what it is. And what was it? Like, I going around like talking to girls and those things. Like, there are things like their ex-boyfriend may have said to them like relationship is all about sex or something like that yeah. but it's not No. and you're just no, thinking exactly. this, like you've been abused there yeah that's, that's not like, good exactly. that's not, not good it, it, yeah. it just sticks in your mind it's like you feel so fuck. sorry for so, yeah you've been through I mean, that fuck yeah I mean for me with like, I, I've had I've been in like one one serious relationship in my time yeah um, and at the time my mates were literally just like Tom like come on why how, how why can't you see these things that are going on why can't you on? see what's going exactly. on exactly you can't when, see when, when, you're, when, in when you're in it you're blind yeah. and when you, you're you looking at them and you think oh like I, I really like this girl like this is something that yeah. I, this, it's more the idea of them than the, what they are the idea of what yes. you could be yes then, yes then you just get so blind to it and it's I don't know it's it's something that's probably why like right now as I was saying earlier like, if, when you stop caring that stops okay. it's more of a defence mechanism really because if you if you care about things too much then you get hurt yeah and like if you're i don't know i, I don't really know how to, how to say it but like you if you don't get hung up on things as much it's it's just it's just so, so much so much of an easier place to be really it's just not caring too much exactly man i think what if from speaking to a lot of people right here or some of my friends who used to not have any they're not used to not be very good with girls and mm. now they've just gone they're carefree, but also very attentive mm. in this, at the same time. So it's like, I'm free from outcome, but I don't care if mm. you do it or not, like if you want to talk to me or not. However, I'm going to be all in. 
So it's kind of a weird sort of dichotomy there, but it's yeah. like you you know you want to do it, but you want to like become friends with people, but at the same time, if you're not, you don't. It doesn't matter to you. Mm, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, my, my whole thing is like friends first. It's always like as I said earlier, like as when you're in a re- it, relationships are friendships with like lots of other things around them. Yeah, with more. Yeah. Yeah. More. yeah exactly. Yeah. They are your best friend at the end of the day, and that, uh, and like so you go into things like wanting to be. Well, I, I, like as I said, I'm a people person, so I go around talking to people, talking to people, trying to make friends with people, and then if anything else happens, it happens. It happens, but yeah, there's no sort of like intent there. It's just like it happens if it happens. You exactly, know? exactly, and that, that I think that's how it should be. Yeah, man. Otherwise, because you get people who I don't know, I, I don't like sort of pick me people. It's the most in, like infuriating thing. Yeah, like you go around like sort of t- t- telling girls, oh, by the way, we're gonna. We're gonna be in a relationship in like two months, two months or something. It's just a creepy. And so, what do you mean? Why are you saying will? Like, exactly. how can you know that? It's yeah, not, it's that's not like, how it works. Exactly. And like using what was it like puppy eye emojis? And yeah. It's not something that, not for me. No, not for not me for personally. Me, mate, not for <laughs> me. me personally. And then you've you got the, then you've no. got the other side of it. You've got like the, the girls who are like all for the lads. I mean, that's fine to a certain extent, but when it's like, I don't know. It's just I, needy, isn't it? It's needy. In a way. I mean. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a red flag as well. Because I, I, if that at uh, that early stage, if they want so much attention, then what's that going to say when you're in a committed relationship? Mm, exactly. And I think a lot of it about that thing, about like being a pick me boy or like wanting the attention, it's all about like, I don't know, doubting yourself maybe, I think. I, you I, I, I don't know. Validation. I, obviously, like, I, I don't know what goes on in other people's minds. Yeah. But like, it must be something to do with like, doubting yourself having some kind of I don't know maybe body dysmorphia needing that validation from other people mm. and um, it's, it's yeah it's, it's I think it's more of a deep-rooted psychological issue in people rather than I don't know rather than actually being I don't know being a pick me I don't know. I'm not just a pick me. Yeah, I have deep rooted psychological yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have stuff going on. I'm not just wanting your attention for no reason. Like yeah, yeah, man. But I think like if, you know, so what you kind of take from that is just. Every, every everything people do comes from somewhere mm. like it all comes from something it's like where it comes from yeah and i think when you understand that everyone's got stuff going on and everyone's just suffering from shit that's happened in the past you know you can kind of be more understanding and empathetic mm. and as i talked about like last week in the podcast as well like just being caring and like loving people but that's mm. not doesn't have to be that's what's so fucked up is people associate sort of love with sex and that's all it is to them making love just that you know it's like there's so much more, it's so much more emotional, mm. so much more stuff's involved, but like, it's just so been like washed down and lost. There are lots the of different types of love as well. Exactly. I mean, you love your mates. Yeah. You're not exactly having sex with the mates. No, well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> some people might be, I don't know, but. Yeah, what <laughs> happens in the boarding house stays in the boarding house, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, like, and then there's love with your family, and like, exactly. there's lots of different love. Very different and stuff, then yeah. like, it's, it's a very individual, like, between people. It's, it's a sort of person to person yeah. rather than it's just a, a personal concept, thing, yeah, yeah. Than the concept thing. So I, I, I don't know, there must be like unlimited amounts of love, really, all the types of love because well, it's how it works a personal basis. Pe- yeah. Exactly. And like each one is slightly different. Like you love your mates for, I don't know, for them like being there for you or they're being, I don't know, like my best mate from 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 school and like from, from before, like, I, I love him for being there for me yeah. and for, I mean, we had like we had like some shared interests of like rowing. I mean, I don't know, like he. Other than that, there wasn't really much of like like yeah. common interest. But yeah. like, if someone's there for you at your lowest, when you're uh, that that makes that makes it so much deeper and makes the sort of connection between friends Definitely. or a connection between sort of lover or a connection between someone so much deeper. 
and that's why I'm saying like it's 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 like love is kind of like a person to person thing rather than a general concept. Exactly. So that's where people can get things wrong is because they get this sort of Disney sort of love. Oh, it's yeah. just uh, man saving the woman. This is how it yeah. should be. No, it's, it's not. It's what you want it to be. Mm. How it is between you and an individual. Not this sort of like it has to fit this narrative. Yeah, that's what you make of it. He hasn't taken me to Winter Wonderland in Hyde Park. <laughs> you must not love me. Like. It's so yeah. broken. It's so yeah, maybe if he doesn't take you to Winter Wonderland, it's because it's expensive as hell and he's sensible with his money. And he's saving his bread so he can have a better life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, like, you've got to see, like, as well, how sort of media and sort of, sort of companies in general steal these pure sort of words and connotations to sell products. So, you know, you see, like, the adverts for, like, perfume and it's, like, the man kissing the woman. It's like, oh, yeah. imagine, like, a maths equation. You've got man plus woman in love equals love. But they're going man plus perfume, perfume equals, equals get love. The woman. Equals get the woman and get the love. So they're putting their product in between what the person is and what they actually want. Well, the thing is, people are motivated by what they want, and people, I don't know, like people want pleasure. People see sex as a like a way of getting a pleasure. Yeah. And so you put those two together, stick it in an ad, it's going to sell. Yeah. Sex sells. That the whole thing, like bottom sex line, sells. Bottom line. Which is, I don't know, it it's, it just seems so inherently wrong. Yeah. But it's true because yeah. we, as I say, we, we we are as individuals. I'd say per- personally, from my opinion, we are motivated by pleasure or by pain. Yeah, avoiding pain, uh, avoiding pain, and getting pleasure. Yeah. And um, and uh, like sex is like the seen as like a like a a quick fix of like of yeah. of pleasure. And it's like I, 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 it's just for me personally, it's it's it's. Well, obviously, there's pleasure involved. Yeah, you can't say it's not. You can't say it's not. A bit of pleasure but involved, mate. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> I don't want to be like, but there's more to it than that. Yeah, it's it's like, not just that. You it's can be like, that, is it? Yeah. you're friends with them as well, and that's like something else, or you like, you want something yeah. to progress, and there's something else there. So it feels like more sort of like you know. But well, that's just for me personally. I'm, I mean, I'm not bashing anyone because yeah, I'm casual. Casual sex. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. It's really, it's really interesting. So. Just to sort of realise that everyone's everyone has something different, mm. but it's all valid and good. Mm, as long exactly. as you're both happy and consult other people about what goes down, if you think this this is a warning sign, this is a bit weird. Mm. Oh, everyone, it might, everyone must go through this, but ask people and check to check with your mates. Like, is yeah. is them doing this one this thing normal? And then if it goes no, mate, that's that's really fucked up. What what, what is going on? Then you got to go. Yeah. Oh, oh sh- yeah. shit! What? What do you yeah. mean? And you sort of like work it out, and you're like, wow, that's mad. Mm. Yeah, but you can only if you don't ask them questions and consult your mates and ask people, then you're never going to get that's, it. Yeah, that's why having a support network around you is crucial. So important, mate. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I go to my family about that. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a bit of an awkward conversation going to your dad, like, Dad. <laughs> yeah, dad, she used the carrot on me, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like you couldn't have that sort of uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, like yeah, discussion, so mate. Like, getting around and having friends, like, and having like a deeper connection with your friends as well. Yeah. Like, you get that by seeing each other at your lowest, you know, going through shit together. Exactly. And having that. Up as well, that's exactly. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Character building. <laughs> Character building. Character building. Exactly. So just to move on to something a bit lighter there, a bit lighter. Mm-hmm. So if you'd recommend a book or a film, Ooh. what would it be and sort of why? I mean, I, I, I kind of thought I wanted to do a bit of anthropology when I was because mm. I, I took like an anthropology option at at, at school. Nice. I am. Um, like oh, I thought it would be interesting. It is interesting. It, anthropology is an interesting <laughs> yeah. thing. But I kind of I j- kind of changed my mind last minute here. I was going to do anthropology as one of my one of my modules on my course here. I changed my mind. Didn't really like the look of any. Uh, well, I liked the look of one of the modules, but you had to do two of them. Oh, right, to do it. Yeah. And so 
as a process of sort of things that preparing for uni, I wrote, I wrote I read, not no, I'd love it if I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I, I read uh, Yuval Noah Harari's Sapiens. Oh yeah, I read that. Yeah, it's good. yeah, it's, it's amazing read. I, to be fair, I, I read it first when I was like twelve, and then kind of skim read it before because yeah. I put it in my um in my um because I, I applied to Cambridge and so I put it in my personal statement. And so I, I think I put that book. Yeah, in there exactly, as well. yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every, that's that's like the generic. Everyone's book. got it in. Everyone's that's probably why I was rejected because yeah. they're sort of generic. You're already <laughs> sapiens. Oh, okay. Oh, it'd be nice. It'd be nice sapiens. if they, it, 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 mentally it'd be nice, but we wouldn't just have a shit interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not because of that. Because it's book. <laughs> no, no. So that book, and I, it was like it. It really like because there's a whole section of like religion in it. Yeah. And yeah. before like because I, I went to like Church of England school. I went to a prep school where there was chapel service every Thursday, and obviously at yeah. that school there was chapel pretty much every day, and then chapel service on th- on a f- Sunday. I mean, you kind of forced. That's what's down your throat it's like you. shoved down your throat yeah and i'd say like my parents are slightly religious i mean go to church like christmas easter i mean yeah. that kind of that That's kind of major thing. Sort of yeah. Events, yeah and so i'd say up until i was like 14 i was quite religious and like yeah. this book had a like a profound effect of like me like switching like i was doubtful yeah i was doubtful because i was thinking like obviously like how can there be so many bad things in the world for that and and, and what it was for me was like talking about religion in this book and i think it was something about like um talking about like religion of like like um like early religion and tribes and things about how like and then and how there were so many religions before and i was thinking if like a, a god if if they were like a good god and like an actual like uh, i don't know dead you cared about humanity he'd be there from the beginning because like humans have been around for like a million years yeah. Christianity, if and not longer, if yeah, longer, exactly. Yeah. Christianity has been like two thousand years. Judaism, like three, four thousand years. I, I'm, and then like so Islam, I think is like six hundred, like a thousand years. I think that yeah. I, I, yeah. I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and yeah. I, I'm is. not. I'm not an expert on it. Um, and like, why, why, why come into the world then and not at the beginning? And why, mm. why, why these these religions and not like the early religions? Because they're if, if you're going to think about it, maybe the first one was right, and because that was the first one that came up, or you can't, if you're going to pick one, you're kind of discrediting all the others, and I think that's just, in, in, in my opinion, I think religion was a way to, to explain the world before science. Yeah. Like, you you explaining the existence of you, like, why you are who you are, your interactions with other people, and explaining it, because humans are in, we're, we're, we're curious people, we're at uni for a reason, obviously, because we want to learn, learn stuff. Yeah. Exactly, like, we, we want to learn more stuff about the world, we want to, I don't know, I, I, for me, it's like, for me personally, it's like, to help understand, like, stuff in the future, and stuff like that, and get work, work through life, and it's not just a degree to get a job. No, exactly. Um, and, and, so, and so, like, it, for, I personally believe that it was a way for them, it was their science at the time, like, it's a way for them to understand how the world works, and, I suppose, in in a way like that, science is our religion nowadays. Um, you, you could argue religion. You could argue. You, I suppose yeah. you could argue that. But yeah, it was it was a way, and and then 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 it got used to like control people as well, because obviously to 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 control people, you have to have fear, and like, and that that's pretty much what law is based off is kind of based off religion. Like, thou shall not kill. Thou shall not. Of course, like they they are inherently not moral things that you know no. you wouldn't go around <laughs> stabbing people yeah. or people up <laughs> exactly people. exactly no. exactly, um, but like the, it's like law and things are very much based on that, and so it was then used to like control people and like and then used like for war and for that and, just, and they're being used for all those things, and if, I think if yeah. there was a god, it wouldn't allow religion to be used to, for control and being used for war and being used for. 
and sort of th that's why this book w had such a such an effect on me and that's why i sort of I'd recommend it to people and it's the reason why i don't know why i'm why i'm an atheist really nice man what if all religion is just explaining the same thing from different perspectives Ooh. i suppose i suppose you've got the there's loads of linkages bet between religions as well i mean all like the abrahamic religions i mean yeah exactly yeah. like jesus is a prophet in is in islam and like you've got and like obviously like old testament is like is is, is, is the Torah exactly the Torah exactly exactly they're, they're all, quite a lot of them are linked and I mean they all have like kind of sense of morality in them as well yeah but I suppose it's as I said it's, it's a way of describing the world so it's it, in that sense it kind of is like a, a different perspective of, of, of different perspectives of the same thing because you're, you're trying to explain the same world uh, you're from different parts of the world. Uh, they're all different parts of the world. You're, you're explaining like your different like microcosm, your like, different like I don't know, microclimate of, on the region. Right yeah, region that. exactly. But at the end of the day, it's the same world, and yeah. they all they all have sort of come together at some point. And they're through like trade routes and things, and like different ideas from different places. And I suppose yeah, it, it kind of is pretty much just explaining things from a different perspective. And if you think because we're explaining the same world, yeah, it's like loads and loads and loads of cultures describe the holy spirit in different ways so some of them just say oh. it's like an external force that exists on earth and other people don't even put a name to it they just sort of say there's this external thing that you can like tap into so loads and loads and loads of things describe this one thing but in different ways and another thing that's really cool as well about you know about the tree of life that was in yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. that is in 15 different geographically isolated mythologies 15 so there's some things that underline most religions mm. or mythologies or sort of origin stories that can't really be denied and in the bible the one unforgivable sin is denying the holy spirit's existence so maybe that's one of the most tangible bits because if, if that's the one unforgivable bit surely that's the most important bit mm. so there's a lot to consider there and really a lot a lot to look into but i'd say anyone curious about religion or spirituality in general just start asking questions yeah, exactly and i mean keep asking questions i think something that just comes to mind is like the historical accuracies of these texts yeah because i mean they they were written down by people at some point and yeah. so a long time a lot ago. of the stuff in there must be like some of it like I, I i i kind of think that jesus obviously i think he existed as a person and was just i don't know because he's in several different religions this way he existed as a person and i don't know he must have done some like i i, I don't I, obviously I, I, I don't know what how I'd explain it, how how it no. sort of like miracles happened and things, but maybe he was it, actually. Maybe, maybe, he, was. maybe he was. Maybe he was. Maybe, or I don't yeah. know. I, d I don't want to sound like offensive and say I, and say like I don't know. Maybe, but but I, 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 I and say maybe he was like a magician or something. But but I, I, it's a it's, it's a, a difficult thing. Like. It's a lot to consider. Like, he he was obviously like a quite a prominent figure in his time, who who did some amazing things, and uh, sort of became in my opinion became a sort of a myth of well not a myth like a legend of a person that sort of evolved into a myth and I was, but at the same time it's it's it's, it's weird to think like it's it's why like I'm, i still have a sort of i'm not completely atheist i like i have a sort of a it's like now like it's a sort now. of a sort of a conflict like why would so many people like die for you if they didn't think you were the messiah like, like all the so many people have been yeah killed. and a lot of people have been that's purposely silencing these people yeah and i can get into this another time but there's certain groups on this planet who I can't mention for obvious mm. reasons mm. who want to eliminate Christianity. They're not going mm. after any other religion. They're going after Christianity. They're mm. trying to destroy Christianity. Why? Why just Christianity? Why no other religion? You know? Yeah. That's really weird, man. Why would they not go after Buddhism this hard? <laughs> <laughs> I don't What's know. What's the reason in that? You know, I mean, so I, 
it must be must be some maybe maybe because Christianity is like one of the biggest religions in the world or something. And but equally, there are Islam's is, Islam's just as big. So and why? Is, uh, so that's because maybe there's maybe there's some sort of underlying some truth going on, mate. Maybe, but it's a lot, again, it's a lot to consider, and you really just have to keep asking and never have it, never close your mind, never go, mm, exactly. never pigeonhole yourself into exactly. one thing. Go, exactly. I am, I am this label, I am that label. That's mm. that's all. It's like no. As, as I was saying, like, the, the, the close people around, like Jesus, like the apostles and the disciples and things like that, like they obviously saw these things happening, and then martyred and sort of sacrificed their life for those things. People things are that they still saw. being crucified for this now. Yeah, in, even in Afghanistan, it's, it's happening right now. It's true. It's true. Like it's, 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 it's difficult. It's I, I, I don't really, I don't know if I'd, I'd really have the guts to die for one of my beliefs. I, I think I'd be too much of a, <laughs> too much of a pussy to, to like to do something like that really. But I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's a. Yeah, I think man, it's um for me personally, I've sort of moved towards Christianity because I mm. came from a sort of like, atheist background mm. and I was never really like exposed to it. Obviously, you had it at like sort of primary school, mm. but I never really went into it that much I was mm. like oh, they're chatting shit to be fair mm. and then the more I look into it myself I'm like whoa that's mental like, I've personally experienced the Holy Spirit like, I've actually had this really mad experience happen to me wow. yeah and it's describe like, it so basically I was at a, a Christian camp or sort mm. of event in Cornwall and this uh, this guy was on stage like explaining his testimony so for non sort of people, religious people a testimony is just something like where someone explains how they moved to sort of Christ they moved to God how that, mm. how, how that process occurred and I was listening to that like yeah that's really mad and then they were like just have a think about what you've done in your life and whether you want to be different and I was like actually deep in the shit I'd done in my life like whoa that's mad Yeah. and I've gone I don't really want to be that person anymore and when you open yourself and go I don't want to be this anymore I want to change mm. I said that in my head and out like sort of out loud and then basically my friend knew that this is what's really mad mm. my friend knew this was going to happen this whole thing before it happened she was like you're going to go up to this kid and do this so I'm just like there like basically a bit emotional because I'm like thinking mm -hmm. about stuff and then this girl comes up to me and goes, can I pray for you? I'm like, well, yeah, of course you can, yeah. And then she starts doing that and she starts saying stuff that I've never said out loud to me. And I was like, well, how, how, how do you know that? And then basically this, I was like, <coughs> by the end of it, I was like proper in tears. I couldn't control it anymore. Yeah. I was just overwhelmed with emotion. And then basically what happened was, is I turned around to go and speak to this kid. Mm. And then my other friend was like, where's Alex? Is he, where, where he should be speaking to him. And then she turned around that I was already speaking to him. And like, I was just like basically in tears, shaking, mate. Like I couldn't control anything, because certain way this doesn't happen to many people. This mm, sort of mm, direct mm. experience of like the spirit mm. it only happens with like extremely sort of like spiritually connected people, like people who've like I'm getting a bit emotional thinking about this now, but yeah. like it was just so insane. And it's not the only time it's happened to me, mate. I've had other things occur. So having I can understand from someone who's from an atheist background who's never had any of mm, this stuff mm. happen, why there'd be doubts? Because mm. if it's not happened to you, you know, it's all just words until something until occurs. Actually get the, get like, the I've had it as well. I did a I did a pilgrimage with my mate mm. from Winchester Cathedral to Canterbury. Wow. So yeah, we literally walked like 150 miles in five days just to see if we could because we're just nutters. Like it was yeah, just good fair fun. Enough. Like, yeah. So we got like the fourth day in and I was like massively dehydrated and mm. sort of basically starving. Mm. And I was near this like bus stop in like Maidstone, which is a place in Kent. Mm. And I just had this vision of sort of a dragon being like slain with a sword. In my very vivid like, image in my head, I was like, "Was that? That was really weird. <laughs> like, what's that about?" And then even to this day, I'm like, I can't really explain that. There's like, other things that have happened. Like, I've talked previously about sort of when I had this sort of uh, <coughs> this experience where I felt I couldn't really move my body when you just mm. oh, is, it, I think, is it sleep paralysis? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I literally could not move. And then I basically said, "Right, in Jesus' name, be gone." 
I said that, and then it just left. But before that, I was like pinned down. So like for me, that's why I sort of subscribe to it, mm, because I've had because direct had, things happen. You've had things, yeah. that, things that for you are very di- personally, di- uh, yeah. personally like, di- well, part of, part, yeah, of, part all of, of all of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, because as I said, I, I was religious, yeah, kind of before, religious before. before yeah. I mean, like, I've never really had anything like that. Yeah. But um, like when you, you know, when you go and get like, um, communion in church, yeah, and like, you get blessing. Yeah, like yeah. when you're, when you're, like you can't really drink wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah to get the yeah. wine on you. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I always found like one of the reasons that I sort of continued being religious for a bit was because like when that happened, like I felt something kind of not, not, not to that extent. Yeah, but still but it, something. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was kind of like I don't know whether it was just like the feeling of something because it's quite nice, you know, have someone like touching your, touching your forehead. It, it's yeah. there's something <laughs> relaxing about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it sort of you sort of sort of shens, shivers down your sort of face a bit yeah but i sort of got that now when i did that exactly yeah it was, uh, but I, i've never really had anything like that and i find that that's quite interesting really. yeah i don't know why it's happened mate because like what's even more mm. mad about this whole thing is basically one of my very very close friends now like we i met i met her by dming her on instagram because mm. she did some sort of air cadet thing mm. and i was like you know, like that's really cool. That's a really cool sort of cycle. Like it was like really long. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, I just had this like urge to sort of like FaceTime her, like talk to her. Mm. Like, I don't even know who she was at this point. It mm. was so weird. And then after <coughs> that, it sort of like developed into sort of a friendship. And we've been friends for like ages. Mm. And then last year in summer, she was like, come to this thing. And I was like, all right. So I just did. And I was like, there's so many specific things that if one of them didn't happen, it seems like fate. Predeterminism, mate. What do you think? Oh, when it comes to fate. Yeah. Do you is it are things predetermined or free will? What's the sort oh, of gist there, mate? I don't know. Is 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 all of our life just a storybook that's already been written? For me, um, hmm. I, I don't I don't think that. No I think I think there's I think people I don't know the people. I mean, we're doing it in in um in philosophy at the moment. It's Sartre. It's like um, you exist. His whole thing is basically. Like, god doesn't exist so like there's no meaning to men um before they're created because there was no one who created them so there's no um no meaning to them before they exist so there's existence before essence and um the the essence of man comes from what it makes he makes of it himself yeah and so you have sort of your internal freedom to do things and you should sort of use that freedom um um and think of the freedom of others sort of for 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 a good reason rather than for a bad reason and I, I, I think, I think humans have. I, I, I'd like to think we have free will. I'd like to think that everything's not been written out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think yes, yeah. it would be. I know it would be quite comforting to think. You know, I couldn't. If you did something bad, you couldn't stop that happening because it was always going to happen. Yeah. I, I think that. I don't know. I, I think in in, for me, if I were to think about myself. For me, if I were to think that way, I'd think. It's. I, I think personally, it'd be sort of an ex- excuse to sort of all the bad things that you've done. It's not your fault because mm. they were going to happen anyway. Because you're, you're detaching yourself from your actions. Yeah, exactly. Because I think I think like yeah. I, I'm quite in like I kind of agree with sort of Sartre's view of sort of you, you can control what you do, and you mm. maybe not you can control how you feel, but that that bit I don't really believe in because he was. So he early he on liked some thing. drugs, didn't he, mate? Yeah, oh God, he did. He did like his drugs. He did like his drugs. He did like his drugs. No, but <laughs> a soundbite there, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! So these are going to get used so yeah. badly out of context. I'm, I, I know that. I know that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. No, so 
so much has been talked we've done so much today it's been really good so I don't know what this what do you finish with would you say if you could have a billboard sort of like a massive poster mm. that everyone in the world would see sort of a message Ooh. an image what would you want everyone to see and why everyone to see and why don't take yourself too seriously um, don't take other people's opinions about you too seriously yeah because people I mean can I don't know they can take something like they like they've seen you not not directly but through like other platforms like for me like TikTok like people have probably seen me there and come up to clubs and things and have that sort of predetermined view of me or hear you know like the the Eaton thing and think yeah. oh this guy's Eaton like, Tom, exactly. Eaton Tom. <laughs> <laughs> don't make that a thing no that's not a thing don't <laughs> yeah. call him Eaton Tom alright don't do it <laughs> they're gonna do it now yeah that's it <laughs> no and so if you and if you sort of take those things to heart yeah it damages like it, it, no, makes, I can you, imagine, yeah. it makes you sort of sort of doubt yourself and things and not caring too much it's 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 sort of my whole like philosophy like obviously you should you should care you should, you should care about things that are important like your yeah. family your friends your your relationships and things like that and your work and stuff like that yeah but things that aren't too deep don't take them to heart I mean that's what I'd say exactly man I could just realise we didn't even talk about TikTok at all <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even talk about TikTok man. Oh, oh. I don't like to shove it at, shove it at people no mate <laughs> I don't know because yeah just we were busy talking about other things yeah I mean, we've kind of run out of time we talked about too much cool stuff it was a good conversation yeah man right well Guess you're gonna have to wait till part two to learn about his TikTok. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tom, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on today, and yeah, I just want to sort of thank you personally for uh, sharing your insight with our guests. Hey, it's been a pleasure. I've loved it so much. I'd, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Thank you so much, man. Anyway, this has been the Lawless Podcast, and we've been joined by Tom. We will see you in next week's episode. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>